Today on Indie Book Talk, we're talking about writing groups and why they're awesome. Hello, I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness. Hi, I'm Shell Shearer, author of Urban Fantasy and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books. So Shelley and I actually met in a writing group in Virginia, and that's not the only writing group I'm in. I'm wondering, Shelley, how many writing groups are you in? Um, I'm active in two, uh, the one on that meets Sundays now by Zoom, and uh, most recently one uh, that's every other Wednesday night. I've kind of played in a few others throughout the years, but it's, um, as you might know, it, it's hard to find the right fit. You're not going to always get that that first try. It's true. Fit is one of those things that I think writing groups, writing groups can be amazing, mm-hmm. but only if you kind of click with the people, because otherwise... It's almost like you're writing to the wrong audience. Right. I mean, you have to work with them and they have to give you the right, they have to be set up to give the right kind of critique. Um, You don't want a bunch of, you know, yes men saying, oh, how fabulous it is. You want a group that's going to help you grow and you want a group that you feel a part of. Um, But also genre might come into play. Like I, uh, the the Sunday one that we met in specializes in science fiction fantasy so I had to find a second one for my cozy mystery side. Right, because we don't read those in the Sunday group. I'll bring you to my side eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can, yeah, if we can get, if we bring them together, we'll be able to read them. Yes, there right? you go. <laughs> if I throw in a werewolf or something in my cozy, I'm just like, here. <laughs> yeah, cozy, cozy werewolf mystery. I mean, we might have just invented a new genre, Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how many are you in currently? I am active in three, actually. And the only reason that I can maintain that is because one of them only meets once a month. Okay. And when I say active, I mean, I was active in them pre-COVID because really since things have gone online, I've had a really hard time getting myself to writing groups because something about writing group online just isn't the same. Same. I mean, the Sunday one did go to Zoom and I have missed almost all of them. The Wednesday one, I think, started out as Zoom, so um, that one I've been trying to attend, and I just need I need to go to them because it helps keep me like on track. Um, that way I always have, uh, at least on the Wednesday one, you have a set thing that you submit every two weeks. So oh, wow. it's, it's my job to make sure that, you know, I have my submission ready to be part of the group. Um, Whereas other ones are just like whoever wants to submit that week. For me, it works better if I know that I have a requirement to submit because then I will get off my butt and do it. Right, right. How many people are in that group? Because it seems like it couldn't be a big group in order to maintain a schedule like that. I think the maximum it's been is six. Uh, The primary active ones are four to five people. So it's very small. I feel like that is, those work best online. Like you can really, you can manage that online, but our Mm -hmm. Sunday group has, I think we've had 20 people there before, which is barely manageable in person. Right. Because no one has time (laughs) to really get their feedback in or heard, or you can't really work with people when it's getting that big. You don't have enough time to talk. And I think feedback is one of the best things about writers groups. It's not just about talking about, 
I mean, one of the great things about it is you can talk, you know, the publication world and get help and, and hear about branding and marketing from all levels. But that feedback is vital, at least for me, um, good and bad, because that shows me where I can improve and where I'm hitting the right sound. I agree. Absolutely. I mean, I think that the, the biggest value of a writing group, well, no, let me rephrase the the biggest value of a writing group is actually for me, the community mm-hmm. of reminding myself that I'm not completely insane sitting in a room <laughs> scribbling. Yeah. And people think that writers are so solitary and we are. So it is difficult sometimes to find like-minded people that you work well with. Right. Right. But I do think that when you find those people, it can be a lifelong relationship. There are people from my my very first writing group that I am still friends with today and I still send work to and they still send me their stuff. And they've become some of my most trusted first readers. Oh, definitely. The very first time I joined a writing group, oh my gosh, I can't even remember how long ago it was now, maybe eight, nine years. I mean, we're not like solid quotes that we chat all the time, but occasionally I'll get a package in the mail and it's one of their books and it'll still have, you know, thanks to the lady sleuths, which is what we called ourselves. And, you know, I'm, it's, I'm still a part of the fact that they got that far and, you know, they've gotten me this far and it's a fantastic experience. And that's really, it, it is kind of the vital point in that you can feel really alone doing this work. It, it's easy to forget that there are other people who are as crazy as you are in a similar direction to you. <laughs> so where did you find your writing groups? I found... One of them on Meetup, mm-hmm. and then the other one. I'm I'm hesitating because I'm trying to remember. I think it was like a chain where I found out about one on Meetup, and then I found out about another one from someone in the Meetup group, maybe. And then I found out about the monthly one from someone in that group. So it became like a, a chain a, a chain reaction of finding different groups. And each one of those groups is very different. Mm-hmm. So it, they serve a different need for me. You know, the, the monthly group is really more about community. Okay. We don't do a ton of critique. We read our work out loud to each other, which normally I'm not a huge fan of. But since there's only four to six of us at a time, we go around, we read each other's work. We very quickly say what we liked or feel like needs improvement. Mm -hmm. And then most of it is about talking to other people who are in a similar situation. The other groups are much more critique focused and one being science fiction and fantasy and one being a general group, which gives me a sense of like, oh, that my science fiction and fantasy readers really get this, no problem. But a more general reader who maybe this isn't their their go-to genre, but they happen to pick it up they're struggling. They have no idea what I'm talking about. So like, it helps you strike that balance. Oh, definitely. How did you find yours? Um, One was through Meetup. Uh, The Wednesday one is actually led by someone that I found in that group uh, that I was invited to. But previous to that, um, it had, you know, before I even knew Meetup existed, uh, I'm part of a Sisters in Crime group, which is a a group for mystery writers, female mystery writers. And uh, they occasionally put out a lot of like chapter things and they um, arrange book group, uh, writers groups, like I said, about eight or nine years ago. And that's how I got into the first one. So, you know, people can also look in their specific genres and see if there's associations or societies that kind of help support them and maybe find those writing groups. Um, otherwise, Meetup is great. Just put in a few writing criterias and, 
and maybe, you know, look from there. But again, I, I was in several that I did drop out of because I just didn't mesh with them. And, you know, it had nothing to do with how well they wrote, really. It just, it it's a very integral thing that you're working with writers, you know, on a regular basis. You have to, you have to gel. Yeah, it's, it's a personal, intimate kind of thing to share your writing, especially at that vulnerable stage where you're not really sure if you want to share it yet, but you just, you need feedback. Um, I have to tell you the funniest story. You, you talking about dropping out of a writing group, the funniest writing group story ever. We had this group and we had a pretty good core of people, but we had kept up a meetup link, you know, if people did want to join us. Mm -hmm. And so one day we had a woman come and join us and she was very nice. And she, you know, we chatted a little bit and then we got right down to business. And of course, because she didn't tell us she was coming, she didn't have the work ahead of time. So she Mm -hmm. was really just sort of meeting the group cold and we'd all read the piece. So we're sitting there and we start talking about the piece and she seems to be getting antsier and antsier. You know, she's moving around in her chair. She's like scribbling in a notebook. She's looking up and down. And finally, she slams both hands down on the table and says, I could be writing, gets up and leaves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I tell that story, one, because it is hilarious, <laughs> but also because there is a danger, I think, for some writers to kind of join the writing group circuit, but never actually write anything. Right. You know, you can get so much into the, like the social aspect of it and reading other people's work and giving them critique that you never actually write your own things or you never finish your own things. Um, And a good group will hold you accountable for that and say, wait, 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 you've been here for two months and we haven't seen anything you write. What are you doing? Right. No, if you if you're not submitting, you're not getting the full value out of a writing group and you're taking up potentially a spot for someone that could be adding value. Right. All these things have have limits. You can only have so many people and make it still usable. But, yeah, the, the big thing about writing groups is you have to go in prepared to have someone hate your work. Someone is going to hate it. But proper writing groups will give you good critique. It They have to know how to phrase it properly. And I think that's important when you're starting one or joining one to make sure that they know how to give proper critiquing feedback. Yes, because I remember once being in a group where this group actually kind of morphed over time where the people who weren't fitting kind of split off and made their own group. Oh. And But in the in the original group, the person who had created it was very – he had a very clear idea of what he thought good writing was. And it was very much um, modern – realistic writing with some very clear parameters that most of the people in the group did not ever meet. (laughs) Um, And I remember one time it was him and one other person because of weird situations where people were sick and didn't show up and whatever. So it was just the three of us and they were talking about my work and the two of them got off on like this crazy tangent about what I was doing. And by the end, I felt like I never wanted to write again. Oh no. Yeah. Because they, they had they had kind of gotten like they were starting to riff off each other and be like, yeah, that's terrible, blah, blah. Yeah. And that helps no one. Exactly. It, it really, you know, it wasn't constructive at all, though. Honestly, like in some ways, I really appreciate that moment because it was the moment when I looked at my own work and said, just because they don't get it doesn't mean it sucks. Right. It may mean that there are things I have to work on, but like the, they may not be my audience and they may not have presented critique 
in a way that's constructive, but that's not saying I'm a bad writer or a bad person or that I should stop doing this, right? And I think that all of us think that we're tough. You know, you go into a critique and you're like, oh yeah, I'm so tough. I can take critique, no problem. And you know, I was in journalism. Mm -hmm. You would you would write an article and you'd hand it to an editor and the next morning you'd look at it and you were like, what is this? This is not what I wrote. <laughs> I wrote these five words, but not the other ones. <laughs> right. How did that happen? And that, you know, sometimes you would get a critique in that space in a, in a way that was like, it's already published and I can't even do anything. And so I thought I was really tough, but mm -hmm. to go into a writer's group and stand in front of a person or sit in front of a person usually and have them say, I don't understand what's going on in a, in a story that you spent hours right. <laughs> making perfect. You poured your soul into this work and someone's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel it. <laughs> or I don't like that character. Oh, that one always hurts. <laughs> yes. You're like, oh, I'm <laughs> sorry you don't like my soul. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's hard. I always like, I steal myself. I'm, I'm always ready, but I always come out of it better. Um, yeah, you know, I, you, you have to learn to take some of it with a grain of salt. Like just because they felt that way doesn't mean 30 other people will. So they didn't get it, but maybe your target audience is going to love it to death. Um, so you gotta pick and choose what you come out of there with. It's not all like the golden rule. Like they said, it's so I have to go rewrite everything. Well, and there's a huge danger. I think I see this happen sometimes even in my own head. You know, I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to not just the critique itself, but how I'm responding. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes find where I can be in a group of 15 people, all of whom give me feedback. Mm -hmm. And only one person says one, th one thing, right? They say, oh, I didn't like that character. And of course, that's the feedback I'm focused on, right? Right. And if only one person out of 15 didn't like your character, they might just not like that character. And that doesn't mean anything needs to change, right? So I think it does have to be taken with a certain amount of discernment as to, is this a systemic problem? Is this something that does need to be addressed? Or is it just something I need to stop and think about? Right. I mean, you have to, to decide what you want to take away from it. I mean, this is a, a writing group is meant to work for you or with you. Do you find in your writing groups, like I've been in groups where people are kind of at different levels. And so you have people who are kind of novice writers and I've been that person. Uh, and then you have people who are multi-published authors and I'm getting to the point where I'm that person. Do you find it's more difficult or less difficult with a, a certain makeup of group? Like if you're all beginners, is it easier? I think you need a bit of a variety because you kind of need some mentors in the group that have been through it and get that encouragement from them. At least I do. Um, if I hadn't had that in these groups, I don't think I would finally be publishing. I would just be, you know, shoving it away in a drawer somewhere going, ah, maybe in a year or so. I, I think you need like variety. I don't know if you want how beginner is beginner is where you need to decide. Uh, you have to have someone that's dedicated to writing if they're just going to write maybe occasionally and they don't really have a goal, maybe that might not be best for a, a solid writing group. You kind of kind of decide where, what kind of group you want. Do you want published writers or people really striving to be published or people that just like the idea of writing? That's true. I, I read the other day something about how the word amateur means to love like to, to do something for love. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with an amateur writing group in that 
just being a group of people who likes to write and talk about writing, but has no intention of publishing. Right. Or maybe just a group of fanfic writers. I mean, however you want to write or whatever you want to get out of it, find the group that meshes with that. Right. Um, You just got to be careful. Like, again, that you find the right group because it can be really demoralizing if you're in the wrong group and you don't want it to take away the fun of the writing for you. Right, right. I don't want to dread going to writer's group. No. <laughs> or be like, should be suck. I'm never writing again. <laughs> yeah. It only happened that one time, and then we splintered off and made our own group. And <laughs> that was much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Pave your own way. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's like I'm really independent or something. I don't know. <laughs> I would never have thought that. <laughs> So if you wanted to start your own writing group, what would be your top three requirements, do you think? Oh, that's a great question. Okay. If I, if I could start a writing group tomorrow and just be like, you know, recruit anyone from anywhere and say, okay, you're all in my writing group. I think ideally it would be a group where we all read the work ahead of time and we do out loud critiques. Mm-hmm. Um where it's small enough that we can have conversations, but where everyone in the group knows to have a conversation and not to argue a point. Right. So I've been in that situation in groups where there is a person who doesn't really take critique well, and they, they rather than trying to ask questions and say, well, why did you feel that way? Or how could I make it better? They try to say, well, what I was trying to say is blah. Mm-hmm. And well, you just didn't read it clearly enough or well enough or whatever. It's like, and, I read it the same way I read everything. <laughs> right. And I, I so I I really wanted would want it to be a conversation. I would really want it. I don't like groups where, for the most part, where you read out loud because that I feel like it's more of a performance than it is reading. And I also don't really like groups where they do that very traditional like MFA structure where you're not allowed to speak while you're being critiqued and everyone just like piles on you and gives you all this feedback and you're not allowed to say anything Mm because I don't feel like that's as helpful as it could be. So summary, um, (laughs) small group, small group of people who really love this and want to have conversations about making their work better. That would be my ideal writing group. That sounds perfect to me. Yeah. Would you change that model in any way? No, I I think that's really good. Uh, It covered the no's that I don't like. Like I I would not want to have to read out my stuff out loud or read someone else's out loud. I'm going to have a hard enough time reading stuff out if I ever have to do signings or whatever. I don't think I could do it on a weekly basis. (laughs) Oh, but that's so fun, Shelly. You don't understand how much fun that is at a signing. Everybody's hanging on your word and they're like... And it's, they just love it. They love hearing the author read their own work. There's something about that, that if you, if you put any emotion into it at all, they're just like, (gasps) and I have to say, it's my favorite part of signings. And it's one of the things I miss deeply. There's talking directly to people. And then there's getting to read the work out loud and see people reacting as I'm reading. That's really cool. That's going to be a process. (laughs) We'll practice. We'll practice. I'll get there. Book Talk is brought to you by Imperative Press Books, a Maine-based indie publishing house owned by Emma G. Rose. We help indie authors find their fan base and share their stories.